Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. And my name is Chris. Hey, Chris. How you doing? Hi, Joey. How hey. are you? I'm good. Hey, I, I just started to do this show. You're like sitting right behind me. All right. <laughs> let's do this. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally kidding. I, have a, I had an idea that literally just came to me. I was hanging out with Chris uh, on this evening here. And you saw it happen. The light bulb went off. and <laughs> You can usually tell when you have an idea because everything stops. Like, you make some sort of noise and then you start talking. So Yeah. yeah. So I ran into the Rock Strikes 10 studios here, the CNJ Radio studios. Yes. Thank you for listening on cnjradio.com and on iTunes if you're subscribed. Hello, friends. Um, I had to say hello to my best friend first, of course. So, this idea I had, Chris, we were yes. talking about, we were hanging out, started talking about movies. Uh, what it was, I was laughing to Chris over the fact that iTunes gave away the lead-off track on the Avengers single for free. The, the Soundgarden reunion song, which is really the only thing that I'm curious to hear on the whole soundtrack. Right. So I was like, thank you, iTunes. Now I don't have to bother. <laughs> and I got a free song. So I listened to it. It's an all right song. But uh, what really it got me thinking about was the Avengers movie is coming out, Chris. Right. I'm assuming you're excited about it. I am super excited about it. Now, for those of you who don't know, and even if you listen to the Wrestling House show, you may not know this, but Chris is an out-and-out comic book expert. Thank you for <laughs> not saying comic book nerd, but yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, you know, Chris is the furthest thing from a nerd. He's a savant. <laughs> yeah, I've been collecting pretty much my whole life, because my dad collected before me, and he was into, like, Spider-Man and uh, Green Hornet and a little bit of Batman here and there. Yeah. And I'm just into everything. I have like probably about seven thousand books at this point now. I think somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, actually more than that. Your dad has a very extensive knowledge as well. Your dad relayed, and I'm obviously I'm, I know you're aware of this. He relayed to me this horror story concerning comic books as it concerns your grandfather. Oh yeah. Uh, elaborate on that. Yeah, my uh, grandfather, my dad's dad, used to collect Detective Comics and Batman's like, like really really old. And Superman, and all of those books. All the uh, originals, right? Yeah. Um, Green Hornet. Um, and he would read them, and then he would use the comics as kindling to start fires in the fireplace. He didn't save a one of them. So he had probably some of the original, like, very low numbers of, like, the, like I said, Batman, Detective Comics. Guaranteed to have those. How much money did he, that just literally I, went up in flames? Hundreds of thousands of dollars, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But he, how was he going to know? Yeah, I mean, how are you supposed to know? And that? I mean, even my dad, when he was collecting, he has really low-numbered, like, Amazing Spider-Mans and things like that, books that would be worth quite a lot of money. He didn't take the best of care of them. Some of them he kind of, he drew in. He was young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was the book where it's, it's an Avengers book, and it was the origin of Captain America, or how he joined the Avengers. It was kind of like a flashback book. Right. It's worth a lot of money, and he... In order to preserve it, he used like scotch tape and like taped on the front oh, and back. Oh, so man. it's pretty beat up at this point. It's <laughs> yellowed and cracking. So, oh. but we still have the book. I can still read you it. Still read so, it, right? Yeah, and, yeah you're never going to sell them, any yeah. of them. Yeah. And that's the point. I think the most valuable comic I have is because, um, like, when I started collecting, comics weren't just worth hardly anything anymore, and they haven't yeah. been because people save them. Yeah, you and started kind of in the 90s, didn't you? Yeah. Late 80s, early 90s, yeah. probably, I would yeah. think. For, yeah, for my that own was like personal the low, That's collection. considered like the low point of, of The mid-90s were, yeah. Like, after Superman and Batman 
were out of it, Superman died and Batman got his back broken. That was pretty much the signal of the decline of the comic books huh. in the in like the mid nineties. Just people just kinda lost interest and the writing got terrible. But the the book that I have that's probably worth the most is the first issue of The Walking Dead, which I have signed by Robert Kirkman. Nice. So it's worth a few hundred dollars. There you go. So. Well, don't well, I will give Chris's address out at the end of the <laughs> show here tonight. No, but um, yeah. So we were talking Avengers. Yeah. And it, by the way, for those of you thinking it's not just going to be Rock Strikes Ten comic book heroes, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we're going that extra mile tonight. And thanks to Chris and his, I could just ask him who's next knowledge we're gonna do the avengers strike 10 tonight yes every song on the show tonight is dealing with the avengers maybe not exactly about the characters themselves yeah. but the characters all within there and there's more than just the ones i think that are just going to be in the movie there's a yeah. lot more out there that you can't cover all in one movie some are some of the ones in the movie you couldn't find songs for right. some of them some of the songs that you're going to play are have been members of the comic book Avengers team or teams because there's been a lot. So, yes. so technically everything on the show tonight is about the Avengers. Yes. You know, if if they were in the comics, they're in. So, and you're gonna get some of the obvious ones and maybe some obscure ones. I'll have Chris elaborate <laughs> on those characters as we go, but we're gonna get started here. First song. This is a really cool song, and I haven't heard it in years, and I was so glad to dig it up for this episode. Uh, this is the band T Rex, Chris. The great, the late, the late great Mark Bolin and T-Rex. This one's a beast. Check this one out. Okay, so it's not a character name, but we have to start it off. off, This is The Avengers. Oh, 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 
All right, that was T-Rex, the mighty, mighty T-Rex with the Avengers and in parentheses, super bad. Yeah, they are so, super bad. Yes, they are. The Avengers are definitely super bad. That's a great song. That that might be a podcast world premiere if I do say so myself. Yeah. So what would you think of that, Chris? I like it. I, I really like T-Rex and like all their stuff. So yeah, yeah very and cool. And and that whole record, that's a long title. It's called uh, Zinc Alloy. What is it? I always know it as Zinc Alloy. Zinc Alloy and the Hidden Riders of Tomorrow. <laughs> but that's not even the coolest title associated yeah. with that record, Chris. What's the last song on that record? <laughs> I just, we're just looking at the back of this while listening to that song. The 14th track on there, the last one is called, the song is called, The Leopards Featuring Gardenia and the Mighty Slug. I just, I don't know what to say. That is like the best name I've heard for a song in I don't know how long. W- worth it just for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on. God, what to play. I mean, I have it all in front of me here, and I have no order. This is just kind of a real last minute show. Uh, you know, we just did T-Rex. I'm going to kind of stick to that time frame a little bit. Okay. Going to do something from 1970. This is by the Kinks. Okay. And speaking of long titles, this is off an album called Lola vs. Power Man and the Money Go Round Part 1. <laughs> Never had a Part 2. Yeah. But, uh, Chris, we're going to talk about a character called Power Man. Now, a lot of people may not be familiar with Power Man. Why is he an Avenger and why does he matter? <laughs> Well, actually, he's an Avenger now, and he goes by... His name is Luke Cage. He sometimes just goes by Cage. Power Man was what he used to go by. He used to be a hero for hire, so he would save people for money. Basically. Like Sonny Chiba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but since for the last few years, or actually quite a few years, he's been an Avenger. He's actually the leader of one of the current teams of Avengers, the new Avengers, because there's the Avengers which is like Captain America, Thor, it's like the big guns. Right. Then there's the new Avengers, which is like... The new originals. <laughs> yeah, which is like, uh, uh, not I wouldn't say lesser heroes by any means, but they're not uh, as iconic. It's like Luke Cage and Spider-Man and Wolverine and Alternate Doctor Strange. bench players? Uh, see, I wouldn't say Six that mans? either. Six mans? Yeah, maybe. They're fine. <laughs> okay. And then there's the secret Avengers, which is the covert ops team. like Not like killing people, but like they're underground. They don't They don't want to be known. Okay. So Luke Cage is the leader of the New Avengers. It's oh. it's just I could go on to how they formed and why there's multiple teams, but right. we'll spread it out a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Do you want a comic book show on cnjradio.com? People, let me know if you do. <laughs> would you like Chris to do this all the time? Nah, I'm putting you on the spot, but <laughs> I would actually enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, until then, this is the Kinks with Power Man. <laughs>
That was the Kinks with Power Man from the album Lola vs. Power Man and the Money Go Round Part 1 from 1970. Yeah, I had to read it off the paper, of yeah. course. Uh, there's these long titles tonight, yeah. Chris. What are we going to do here? And also, you might be familiar with that song from a very good soundtrack called The Darjeeling Limited, the Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Wes Anderson soundtracks are always worth checking out, in my opinion. Probably second only to Tarantino as far as consistently great soundtracks. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so either way is acceptable. But I love all Kinks records for the most part, and their '70s stuff is very underrated. So go check it out. And of course, obviously, judging by the title, the song "Lola" is on there as well. So, uh, Chris, what character would you like to talk about next? Well, if you're talking about Power Man, you have to. He had a longtime partner when he was a hero for hire back in like the '70s-ish era. <laughs> So uh, that works out well. Yeah, and his partner was a man named Iron Fist. Ah. Yes, and he actually Iron Fist is now a current new Avenger. He's on the same team with Luke Cage. Okay. So 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 far, besides, uh, I mean, the the two that we've talked about so far, are any of these guys going to be in the movie? To your knowledge? No, or? neither one of them. Okay. No, I was just yeah. curious. Yeah. This is me. I, I don't read the comics. Yeah, I respect them, but uh, I'm going to be watching the movie, so I'm just curious yeah. if I'm going to see I think these guys. Cage would be. They should make a movie. 
called Cage because okay. it's I mean he's a really interesting character. Right. Um, actually, uh, Nick Cage, Nicholas Cage. He actually his stage name was taken from Luke Cage because he's a huge comic book guy. I'll so. say that makes sense because I know he had a ton of comics, yeah. and so. I remember when he had his big tax problem a few years ago. Yeah, he did a big auction of all of his uh his most expensive books. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Iron Fist, yeah, he's been a new Avenger for a while now. Ever since, I'm trying to remember when it was like I think of the superhero Civil War. I think he became an Avenger. Wow, so. that that sounds like I just opened up a whole a whole yeah, of the I door won't get here. Into all that. But well, basically, he's like this super kung fu expert, and he can channel his energy into his fist, basically. And it is an iron fist. It glows and it makes things dead and destroyed. So I like it. I think it would go very well with this band we're gonna yeah. play here. And you're probably thinking I might I'm gonna play a studio version. I am not because you know I like to promote new stuff on the show. So I have here the 2011 uh what is this triple it's kind of a triple live technically motorhead cd uh one dvd two cds worth of brand new live material and the kickoff track from the santiago set santiago chili those guys are crazy for rock and roll here it is motorhead with iron fist how you doing all right me too. We are Motorhead. And we play rock and roll.
All right, that was Motorhead doing it live, doing it better than most with Iron Fist. Yeah, I really like Iron Fist. Is he's just a really cool character. He's kind of like Batman. He's like this uh, super rich philanthropist, and uh, but and people kind of know that he's Iron Fist, but they can't prove it. So he just kind of it's interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, coming up next. I wasn't aware of this character, uh, much like a few of these before, but uh, Chris tells me there is an Avenger called the Wasp. Yes. Explain the Wasp to me. She is actually, uh, her name was uh, Janet Pym, I guess. Well, she was married to Hank Pym, who was Giant Man, who neither one of them are going to be in the movie. Actually, there was supposed to be, originally in the the movies, there was going to be a movie called Ant-Man, and that was going to be Hank Pym, who was a founding Avenger which was actually, I believe it was supposed to be directed by Edgar Wright. Oh. So, oh. But that one got scrapped. So anyway. Obviously Edgar's a fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Wasp is, she was a founding Avenger. Like one of the, it was the Wasp, Giant Man, Hulk, Thor, and Iron Man. Okay. And those were the founding Avengers. Captain America wasn't a founding Avenger. Yeah. Oh, um, by the way, I don't have anything by Thor, so don't worry. <laughs> you can stay tuned. Do do not turn off the show. But basically, she can shrink down to the size of a wasp, basically, and fly around. And she has these like stinger things that she shoots. She's yeah. actually dead now, though. So Ugh. she died like uh, a couple years back. Well, that ties in really well, actually, because the song I'm going to play to represent the wasp is "By the Doors." <laughs> <laughs> also features a dead person, right. Jim Morrison. <laughs> So, oh. and the song has nothing to do with the character, much yeah. like most of these songs. But hey, it's the title of the song, yeah. and uh, I was trying to keep it to song titles. That's why I'm not playing the band Wasp right now, right. which would have something probably more badass and comic booky to it. <laughs> but here we go. This is the Doors with the Wasp. <laughs> Tell you about Texas radio and the big beat. Comes out of the Virginia swamps, cool and slow with money and precision. And the backbeat narrow and hard to master. Some call it heavenly and its brilliance, others mean and rueful of the Western dream. I have gathered together in this thin route. We have constructed pyramids in honor of our escaping. This is the land where the Pharaoh died. Now 
Genesis Radio and a big beat. Soft, driven, slow and mad like some new language. a song that's probably more tied into this actual show than the Avengers. Right. <laughs> but that was The Doors with The Wasp, Texas Radio, and The Big Beat in parentheses. So this is Texas Radio. So it's it, it's all in the family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah The Wasp... Sorry, The Wasp was a pretty cool character. A side note, um, Hank Pym, her husband, Giant Man, Ant-Man, he actually took... After she died, mm-hmm. he actually kind of went a little crazy and weird. And he actually took her code name, and he became the Wasp. It was really kind of creepy, and hmm. yeah, the, was he was like kind cross-dressing. Of a, uh, well, he wasn't cross-dressing, but he made his own Wasp costume. It just seemed really weird to take the the role of your dead wife that was estranged anyway because he beat her. So yeah, uh, he's messed up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't even know how to segue out of that. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Please tell me what character we're going to talk about next. Um, well, if you're talking about like iconic Avengers, I would probably go with Hawkeye. He actually he doesn't have superpowers. He's um, just a guy, but he is amazing with a bow and arrow. He's like this trick shot, like master. He can do anything. All right. So and yeah, would he's... he win the Hunger Games? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I have to say these catchphrases. It's like Letterman, you know. Right. I'm just gonna so the kids listen, you know. But uh, he he's actually a former like criminal, like a petty thief, and he ended up Captain America like kind of vouched for him and brought him into the Avengers. And uh, he's he's kind of a jerk. No one he's like a uh, hothead and arrogant and cocky, and but I still kind of like him. He's, he's kind of cool. That's one of the most entertaining guys to watch. Yeah. Iron Man's yeah. almost the same way, yeah. except he's rich. Right. <laughs> but uh, that that's great because I've been looking for an excuse. I don't think I've played this artist on the show yet, and this is uh, you know, I guess if some people would call this band a guilty pleasure, I will be totally honest every time about who I like to listen to, whether it, you wind up hating me for it or not. So I'm gonna play a song here by the Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> And they do have a song called Hawkeye. Nice. So here you go. Sit back and enjoy some Alan Parsons.
All right, there you go. Since we're about halfway through the show, that was kind of our halftime show right there. <laughs> An instrumental by Alan Parsons Project called Hawkeye. You can find that on their album Vulture Culture from 1985. Not their best album, I'll be honest, but it's definitely worth it for the track sooner or later. That's a um, a, a great, catchy song. I, it's one of those songs, if it comes on my shuffle, I'll repeat it a few times. But, uh... You know, maybe get like a like an anthology of Alan Parsons. You'll run into Hawkeye. Uh, but there you go. Hawkeye sounds like a really cool Avenger. Uh, yeah, he's really cool. I'm, and he's going to be in the movie. You yeah, said, right? Jeremy so. Renner's playing him in the movie. Okay. And he was in, he had a cameo in Thor. So, the Thor movie, I mean. I didn't see that movie, actually. It was, so. I think it was the lesser of the build-up to the Avengers, but I still enjoyed it all right. Okay. Well, Chris, uh, what would you like to listen to next? Who would you like to play next? Uh, well, kind of similar to like Power Man and Iron Fist go together. There's an Avenger. She was a West Coast Avenger, like back in like the 90s, and then she apparently died. But turns out she didn't die. She was abducted by aliens, and she got brought <laughs> back. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Uh, there was actually that's a whole other story. Like a whole bunch of superheroes that Obviously. that had supposedly died actually came back on this spaceship during this it, they're called the scrolls so well, who all better these, to yeah. get abducted by aliens than superheroes because yeah. they gotta be bored with hillbillies yeah. by now because they actually abducted them and the scrolls are sh- shapeshifters so they took their place and some of them died and some of them didn't some of them kind of <laughs> infiltrated different things it was this huge huge deal wow but uh anyway she was one of the ones that was replaced her alien replacement died everybody thought she had died she comes back maybe like a year or two ago, and now she's an Avenger again, and her name is Mockingbird. Mockingbird, yeah. okay. The reason I bring her up is because Mockingbird and Hawkeye were married at one point. Okay, that's a good tie-in there. And uh, she's got a little bit more of a rock and roll song attached to her here on the show tonight. Uh, not going to play the song that you might know from Dumb and Dumber fame. Mock, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I do have that song, but I've since you guys let me play Alan Parsons, and I appreciate you not turning off the show. Uh, I'm gonna play something by Scott Weiland, who this is off his first solo album called Twelve Bar Blues, came out in 1998, and I can't vouch for his other solo albums, but I really like Twelve Bar Blues. Actually, there's a lot of uh, David Bowie nuances in it and stuff like that. A lot of experimental stuff, so it's a true solo record. I always like it when someone does a solo record and it actually doesn't sound like their day job. Yeah. So there you go. Scott Weiland, here you go. This is Mockingbird Girl. She has a girl, right, Chris? Yes, she is. Okay, Chris. She was oh. married to Hawkeye, so yeah. Oh, good, cause so I can play this. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, here you go. Roll it.
That was Mockingbird Girl by Scott Weiland off the album 12 Bar Blues. Uh, go check that out if you haven't heard it. I, I actually think it's a pretty cool record. It's it's not as good as some of the best Stone Temple Pilots albums, but I still yeah. enjoy it. They're completely two different kinds of things. Yeah. 
So, Chris. Joey. Now, there's a Spider-Man movie coming out. Yeah, The Amazing Spider-Man. But Spider-Man's an Avenger. He, yeah, and ever since, like, around the same time that Luke Cage came onto The Avengers, Spider-Man came on. It was like, it was this big deal, like, the Scarlet Witch, who was an Avenger, she basically destroyed the Avengers and they all broke up. When they came together and reformed, they brought these people that had never really been an Avenger before, and Spider-Man was one of them. And it's he's like drafted. A, yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, it was this... I, I guess be, all these guys get drafted, don't they? I mean, I saw the ends of all these movies well, where... If, if Captain America comes up to you and says, you want to be an Avenger and you're a superhero, are you going to say no? Yeah, 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 yeah right. You'd be kind of dumb not to. Although some people have done that, so... But, yeah, so... I won't get into the whole story of how they all formed, but he's been an Avenger for a long time, which is always weird to me. I don't... Spider-Man's always been, like, a loner, and he's the nerd, and he's the outcast. So when he joined the Avengers, it seemed weird, but yeah. it still seems weird to me. To the, but Well, I'm, I'm an outsider here, so, um, you know, Spider-Man's got his, He's obviously big in the movie world. He's yeah. probably, you know, he's right up there with the bigs yeah. as far as movie box office. <laughs> is Spider-Man going to be in this thing? In, in the Avengers movie? Yeah. No. He's not going to be in it. No. So he's... he's Boy, he's just—he's got his own show. Yeah, he's got, he's got things yeah. to do. Yeah, I'm look, really looking forward to the the new Spider-Man, the reboot. So I like Sam yeah. Raimi stuff, but it did the last one was just kind of so-so. You don't think it's too soon for a Spider-Man reboot? I mean, nah, just let it happen. Yeah, just it, do it. I just it'll make money. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just excited because he has actual web shooters and not the organic webbing, which always seemed really gross to me. Okay. Like bodily fluids, stuff that looked yeah. really gross. Yeah. Actually, like he was using Mister Fusion, like human waste and stuff <laughs> right. like that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> or something else that I won't go into. Yeah. Anyway, here, here you go. I always gotta take it there, Chris. I'm sorry. Yeah, That's why you have me here. Uh, of course, I, I'm gonna play this one. It's so much better than Aerosmith's version. N- nothing really against them, but in 1992, the Ramones completely took Spider-Man and made it their own. Yeah. So here you go. This is the Ramones with Spider-Man. Oh. 
All right, that was Johnny, Joey, Marky, and CJ Ramon with Spider-Man. Yeah, I know which era of the Ramones I'm in. <laughs> I liked CJ, by the way. He's obviously no DD in the songwriting department, but that guy was a true Ramon. Yeah. So I wonder what he's up to right now. I know he like joined like a biker gang like during the last tour. Really? Did you know that? No. Yeah, CJ Ramon joins. Uh, I'm gonna go on a little rock and roll story here for a second. Uh, he joined uh, this, th- these guys. I mean, not like a gang, but, you know, right. he became a biker, like a lone wolf, during the Ramones' last tour because the Ramones notoriously never really got along with each other. Yeah. Uh, you got to see the end of the century uh, documentary. It's yeah. insane. But, you know, he joins his biker gang, and he travels from show to show with his biker buddies. Mm-hmm. He doesn't ever really ride on the bus or the van really? with the Ramones because huh. he's... Uh, the re—I think one of his reasons, if I'm not mistaken, and, and I hope I'm not wrong about this, but I think he actually said that he was pretty down and heartbroken about the fact that band was calling it a day. Yeah. So he decided to ease himself out and disassociate himself, so it wouldn't feel oh, so okay. bad whenever yeah. it ended. So yeah, but I always like C.J. Great lead vocalist, also when he was given the shot. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it was, it was fun. We we got to see him. Yeah. We we uh, have bragging rights. You know, we run into people like 50, 60 years from now. We got grandkids and all that <laughs> shit. We're going to be like, I saw the Ramones. <laughs> I saw the Ramones on their last tour. Yeah. 110 degree weather on the hottest day of the year. Yeah. They were still wearing leather jackets. Yeah. They That's played, rock and roll. Yeah. They played 35 <laughs> songs in 60 minutes. I counted. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, yeah. those guys. So, yeah. All right. Ramones. And uh, since we were talking about Spider-Man. Yes. I I I you I was informed this evening by yourself, Chris, right. that there is an Avenger called Black Widow. Yeah. There's a spider tie-in there. Yeah, she's uh, well, she's played by Scarlett Johansson in the movies because she was in the Iron Man movies. Or yeah, and um, she and the oh, comics... that that was her. Her name was Black Widow. Yeah, see, that's that, her code name. So yeah, that that's my uh, short attention span. I freaking <laughs> saw that movie two yeah. years ago. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, she's basically in the comics. There's been a few different. Black Widows in the in the comic books, um, but the they're all like Russian like operatives like secret agents, um, but she actually has pretty much been in America for like a really long time and she's more the like covert. She doesn't have any superpowers. She's just like a super spy. So she's another one that's been on like the Secret Avengers and like a lot of the underground stuff. So. Okay, and and uh, okay. I guess I don't hate to say this, but. Out of the real, uh, I would say real life superheroes, but we're talking about right. superhero movies of all time, okay? Right. Right. Superhero women. You brought up Scarlett Johansson. I have to go there. Yeah. Chris, is Scarlett Johansson the hottest superhero or is there a better one? What? Oh, like. I want you to do as, a hot off. I want you to rank a few of them. As far as the actresses yeah. playing superheroines? Yeah. Who's your Who's your top? Like, you know, gun to your head. Um, Scarlett Johansson's up there. Michelle okay. Pfeiffer. Cat, uh, Catwoman. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. Oh, oh, Batman. Sorry, yeah, Batman Returns. Yeah. Catwoman. There you go. Oh, and um, um, Anne Hathaway in the. I've seen her costume as the new Catwoman. So, ah. she's playing, well, they're not superheroes. She well, well, yeah, Catwoman. Catwoman's kind of a superhero Man, at times. I, so. I can I can even have have this debate back and forth even with coworkers who are yeah. the, the the comic book people that I work with. Yeah. And, uh, you know, someone came up to me, Batman superhero or not? I go, no, Batman's a vigilante. Uh, but he is a hero. So yeah. that's where the argument starts. It's Yeah, you get into <laughs> semantics at that point, And, like, he doesn't have superpowers, no. 
but he's a philanthropist and he's does good things, so he's a superhero. Okay. okay. I, but he is a vigilante. I like, at the same I like to time. think of him as more of a vigilante because he 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 wasn't struck by lightning or anything, you know, yeah. or or you know, radioactive spiders and all yeah, that. Yeah, but jazz. he's on the Justice League. Okay, well, all right, so we're talking about Black Widow. Yeah. Sorry, so I, I got you off DC on. You're distracted thinking about. <laughs> see, you started thinking about all the pretty ladies, and then you got distracted. So yes. how dare you? Uh, no. Yes. So Black Widow. Yeah. Um, she's gonna obviously. She, yeah, she is in the Avengers. Scarlett Johansson's yeah. in the Avengers. Yes. This is how far behind I am. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, she has to be in it. Yeah. How could they? They they had to. Even if she said no, it was like we'll pay you more. Right. <laughs> So, uh, and yeah, you probably are thinking at home, a few of you, oh, Alice Cooper fanboy is going to play Black Widow by Alice <laughs> Cooper. I, I just played Alice. How dare you think that I'm going to repeat myself that often? Yes, I play him a lot on the show. But it's time for Rock Strikes 10 B-Side here. This is by Motley Crue. This is, uh, this is on the, uh, this has been on a few things. The first time I got it was on, like, the uh, Music to Crash Your Car by box set. And it is on the Red, White, and Crew double disc, which is the definitive Motley Crew best of. If you're going to get one Motley Crew record, it's probably going to have to be Red, White, and Crew. So go get it. I think it's out of print now, so go try to find a copy in a, in a really cool mom and pop secondhand store or something like that. But uh, here you go Motley Crew, Black Widow. <laughs>
All right, there was your Rock Strikes 10 B-side. I've almost been doing that every week. I don't know if I'm going to wind up doing it every week, but, you know, when I can, play a song that you haven't heard nearly as often or maybe ever. Yeah. So let me know if you never heard that before. That was Molly Crew with Black Widow. What would you think of that, Chris? I like it. It's really cool. Yeah, I had never heard of that before. Yeah, that was the cutoff of the Shout the Devil record, 1983-ish. Huh. And uh, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's that. And if you could find a track called Sinners and Saints, which has been on a few box sets or comps, uh, those two songs, have no idea why they were cut off the album. I could cut off two songs off that record and put those two on there. But yeah. hey, hindsight, right? Right. So, Chris, God, time flies. We've got two songs left. I've been putting you on the spot all show, Chris. Okay. I'm asking you all these questions. Yeah. None of this is planned, I swear. And this one's really not planned. So, Chris, yes. we're going to have to do Iron Man. Why don't you build it up a little bit? As if those at home don't know enough about Iron Man, even if you've seen the movies, just the movies, like I have. Yeah. Is there any other cool facts about Iron Man that you can tell the people at home, Chris? Uh, well, he is a founding Avenger. He was one of the original Avengers, and has been one pretty much ever since. I can't really think of a time when he hasn't been. Which is um, funny, because in the movies, he seems reluctant. Yeah. Um, he He's not really... Uh, he's very similar to his character in the movies, um, especially since the movies came out. They were even more similar. It, that's always kind of the thing. Like, when movie for, movies for comics come out, the comics almost kind of adjust a little bit to the movie. So I think probably like if you see the movie and then you go to the comics, you want to be able to recognize them or something like that. I don't know. It's just interesting thing being a super nerd fan that I am. I noticed yeah. those things, but he, he was an alcoholic. He has a drinking problem, like seriously bad. Like he actually was drunk in his Iron Man suit and almost like really, really hurt people. So he had a breakdown and, there was actually, like, there's one issue that's worth a lot of money. It has, it's basically him, like, the cover is him without his helmet on. I think it's he's, like, looking in the mirror, and he just looks like he's just, like, dying inside. It's wow. I mean, it's, comics used to really deal with a lot of, like, heavy stuff like that, like his drinking problems, like right. I mentioned before, the wasp and uh, spousal abuse <laughs> right. and Spider-Man. With um, an initial cry and then the cross-dressing after the right. fact. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man, <laughs> like, one of the most important issues of, of many but one of the big issue was when uh harry uh osborne had a, a pill problem he was like taking drugs and wow. there's my dad actually used to have that issue but i don't think he has it anymore oh but, the the comic not not the actual issue of what's going on the record no the actually the comic <laughs> he book. didn't have a pill problem no, 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 the comic <laughs> book and uh so yeah i mean that was a big deal they don't really do that as much these days anymore but uh, really, why don't they? You figured in these this day and age. It depends on the. Well, I, I guess I take that. Are, it are there more on, independent guys yeah, doing the heavy stuff? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The more indie stuff is more adult themed. Like huh. Walking Dead is like well, yeah. super adult themed, but the, the superhero books just, that's that's transcended into yeah. You know, superhero books don't tend to tackle those subjects as much anymore. So, but yeah, he was a, he was a drunk, and he still has a. Like he, he, you don't really ever see him drink. So, okay. All right, Chris. Now I could, There's so many versions I have of Iron Man. Yes. I had to whittle them down. So since you're co-hosting with me tonight, Chris, and you're my brother, I'm gonna give you six years to choose from. Right. Whichever year you pull the lever on, we're playing that version. All right. 
This is not set up in advance, and I'm even going to scramble the years just so your head spins. Okay. So you ready? Yep. Do you want Iron Man from 1971, 1996, 1994, 1982, 2006, or 1998? There is no wrong answer in this, really. Mm. So... 98. 98? Okay. The roulette wheel says we're going to play the live version of Black Sabbath's Iron Man from the reunion tour. It's a good good choice. Live from Birmingham, England, 1998. Or at least the album was released in 1998. Did we see that tour together? I'm trying to think. We saw the OzFest Sabbath yeah. 97 show with Mike Borden on yeah. drums, not Bill Ward. Right. And then we did, we did, did we, we didn't go to OzFest 99 together. I don't think so. So that would have been, and then I went to see him in San Antonio. You weren't there. Jesus. Yeah. It's a damn show. You've never seen the original lineup of Sabbath. That's, no. that's a shame. You've seen Sabbath Incarnates yeah. before, but... Yeah, well, we'll see if they can get it together this year. Yeah. Bill Ward's not signing his contract yet because he feels it's an insult, huh. and he may be right. If he's not getting twenty five percent, like the you know, then yeah. then they're wrong. Because anyway, I digress. <laughs> Here you go. Let's just uh, turn it up. This is Black Sabbath live from Birmingham, England. Iron Man.
from one famous drunk to another. That was Ozzy Osbourne yes. <laughs> with his Black Sabbath mates doing Iron Man. They probably would have gotten along pretty well in real life. Probably so. No, I'm just uh, <laughs> Alcoholism is not funny, for the record. I just uh, wanted to state that. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I would say most guys like myself that are real layman to the comic book world, I think we've pretty much latched onto Iron Man the best as far as, like, I want to be that guy. If I had to choose yeah. between all the superheroes, because Batman's cool, but he's really tormented. And yeah. and not not that Iron Man isn't, but he's they yeah, both yeah. have mansions and money right but they're obviously you know there's that shitty dude factor yeah. where guys that are rich want to play yeah, and that's batman, iron man batman cannot be happy it's he is incapable of happiness whereas yeah. tony stark is pretty much he just goes with whatever at this point so yeah he's a pretty happy guy most of the time yeah so all right yeah and he obviously one of the reasons i'm looking forward to it if if i may actually geek out a little bit <laughs> On the number one reason I want to see Avengers Assemble is, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is a big deal. Yeah. I'll, I'll pretty much go see anything he's in. I think he's one of our probably one of our finest actors of our generation. Yeah. But the fact that Joss Whedon of uh, yeah. Buffy and Angel fame, yeah, it, and, and the Cabin in the Woods just the came Woods out. Just came out. Have you have you gone to see that yet? I haven't seen it yet. No. Okay, good because I was gonna get mad at you because I haven't <laughs> seen it. Yet. We're supposed to go see it. Everyone together. I know regardless of what their taste in movies are that have seen it has said you have to go see it yeah. so. and I haven't read or seen any trailer yeah. I'm supposed to go in cold yeah. and I've heard that it's all the better for yeah. it so anyway Joss Whedon one of the finest not only is Downey one of the finest actors Whedon is probably one of the finest writers of yeah. our time as far as movies and television go so he's he's writing and directing this if I'm not yeah. mistaken right mm -hmm. yeah that's that's a slam dunk. I mean, he's writing lines for Iron Man. Forget about it. It's yeah. gonna be great. I think this is this is a really good time for him. I think this year will like catapult him into uh, the stardom that he deserves. For, yeah. For what he's his body of work. So. Yeah, it's crazy because it's for for the last decade or so he's yeah. really just kind of been. I yeah. mean, not that he's obviously not doing bad money wise. Yeah. I mean, he could have rested on Buffy and Angel the rest of his life. Yeah. He did Serenity. Yeah. But it seems like it's it's. You know, like he's just never getting that due that we know he deserves. Yeah. But I think with the Avengers, the the mass appeal of the Avengers and the Cabin in the Woods that's doing so well, I think yeah. that's it's gonna he's gonna start getting a lot of work. So he's gonna doing Sam Raimi's career in one year, <laughs> right? Like yeah. Sam Raimi started with Evil Dead, which apparently Cabin in the Woods is kind of a tribute to. That's what I hear. So and he's doing, and then like all of a sudden Raimi does Spider Man, but yeah. this is like twenty years difference. Yeah, Weed's doing it in one year. Right, <laughs> it's gonna be great. This yeah. is the year of Joss. Yeah. So um. Yeah, that that's me. There's my little uh, geek out moment there. So we just played Iron Man. Who's one of Iron Man's really good friends, Chris? Uh, that would be War Machine. Who actually he? I don't think he's gonna be in the Avengers movie. I could be wrong, but I don't think he is. But he was in Iron Man too. Well, he was in actually both of them. Like Terrence yeah. Howard played. Yeah, Terrence then, Howard's douche. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they up, <laughs> upgraded to John Don Cheadle for Iron Man two. And uh, he actually did put the suit on. I don't think they ever called him War Machine in the movie. No, but, but they used that ACDC song in the, in the soundtrack. Yeah, okay, that's right. So that's how they tied yeah. it in. But that's that's what he that's his code name. He was a uh, West Coast Avenger, if I'm not mistaken, in the '90s, and then he is currently part of the Secret Avengers. All so. right, the, the cool underground club. That, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you know, I'm I'm sure when I said the name War Machine. And I teased it there, thinking I was going to play the ACDC version. All the KISS fans just popped there. So, Chris, why beat around the bush? <laughs> this is the closer tonight on Rock Strikes 10 Avengers. This is 
War Machine by Kiss.
All right, Chris, that was War Machine by Kiss from the 1982 classic Creatures of the Night. Chris, are you all comic booked out now? No. No, no, you never are. We never are. I've never rocked out enough. I just wanted to bring it all together here on the show Mm -hmm. tonight. Uh, Any final thoughts about the Avengers movie in general? Um, just super looking forward to it. This is like years and years in the making. It was like when I'm almost excited about this as I was actually maybe even more like for the first Spider-Man movie. Cause like when I was a kid, they had been talking about Spider-Man movie for like years yeah. and years. They they I had think, talked about it since Batman 89. Yeah, I think like James Cameron was attached to it for a while yeah. and all this stuff. So when it finally came out, I was super excited and Spider-Man underwater. <laughs> The, no, uh, he's liquid metal. <laughs> the build-up for the Avengers has just been really good. Like the movies building up to it have been, they vary in quality. I think the Iron Man movies are probably the best, and the Thor movie is probably the one I'll watch the least afterwards. And Captain America and Hulk are kind of in the middle. Okay. Uh, Captain America was really good though. I did like it. All but, right. Uh, yeah, super super excited. They're actually doing in select theaters across the country. They're doing Avengers all day where ah. they will start at about 11.30 in the morning on Thursday, and you watch Iron Man, um, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, and then The Avengers at Midnight on the okay. release. And Hulk's in this, yes. but it's not Edward Norton. Ed Norton's not playing him, no. It's Mark Ruffalo. Huh. So, who actually... I don't have a problem with Ruffalo. Yeah, and actually, uh, Ed Norton... The, he was, he was going to be in it, but the contract negotiations just didn't work out. So they couldn't come to an agreement, probably. But um, <laughs> he actually suggested Mark Ruffalo for it. Okay. So Maybe he beat him for it the first time around. I don't know. Could have been down to those, yeah. you know, like yeah. number two, number one. Yeah. Um, one more thing. I've been putting you on the spun all show. I'm going to okay. do it one more time. All right. Who wins in box office this summer? Avengers or The Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight Rises. I think it's going to... Yeah. You think it's even going to be close? Um... You think Maybe Dark a little Knight bit. just has it over everything? I, think, I mean, I think The Dark Knight Rises has a wider appeal to a more general um, audience. Especially after that last one, obviously. Yeah, because, well, one, Christopher Nolan is just phenomenal. Not that Joss Whedon isn't, but yeah. Christopher Nolan's a lot more well-known, I think. And Well, I think, well, and also Nolan's done more of your favorite movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. So that helps. Memento is like one of the greatest movies ever made. But, um... And the f- the success of the Dark Knight, I think, will just translate into. I mean, just it just has everything going for it. It's it'll definitely, definitely uh, do better at the box office. Okay, we got to get that movie show going. Don't we? Yeah, <laughs> it's been almost kind of as much of a movie show as a rock show, yeah. but always glad to bring the rock and roll to you. And for you wrestling house show fans, don't worry, we've got real big plans for that show, Chris. I mean, we've just been kind of. Kind of, kind of like the Underground Avengers. What is it? The uh, Secret Avengers. See, we're like the Secret Avengers right now of wrestling podcasts. Okay. We're looming under there. We don't want you to know you're there. We're gonna come out. We're gonna kill all of you. <laughs> At least all the ones that aren't real workers. You know, the real pro wrestlers. They have good show. Okay, gotcha. But we're gonna be the best fan show ever, right. and it's only a matter of time. We're gonna rise up, and we're gonna become the Iron Man or the or the Hulk <laughs> okay. of that. Gotcha. Anyway, <laughs> all that aside, I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show tonight. Um, you know, I know you people listening, you friends of mine, your music fans, your rock and roll fans. Uh, what did you think about this? Or do you like the comic books as well? Uh, did you learn something here tonight? Let me know. 
Let me know what you thought of all the songs, of course. Was it the first time you heard it? Had you not heard it in a while? What do you want to hear more of? All that stuff. Do you have a theme? You know, so I don't have to scare Chris by jumping up in the air and go, I got it! <laughs> do you have a theme? Just send it over. cnjradio.com uh, Joey at cnjradio.com Go to cnjradio.com's Rock Strikes 10 page. It has all the links, the Facebook, the Twitter, which I, I, I know I still don't post on Twitter regularly, if ever. But I need to start doing it. And Wrestling House Show on cnjradio.com. Like I said, big plans coming. Possibly a comic book show by Chris and a movie <laughs> show by both of us. <laughs> all that down the line. Just stay here in the CNJ Radio family and big things are coming. And we just want to entertain you. And, uh, you know, you're all friends of ours, so thanks for tuning in. Chris, any final words? Um, just super excited. Can't wait. It's coming up pretty soon, so I just I, I can't wait to see that movie. So. All right, man. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the show tonight. Have fun.